I will or I want. There is a huge difference. And I think humans are scared of declaring their intentions. We're scared of telling the world what we will accomplish or who we will become. And I want to shed some light on that today. This is the Game of Food. This is the Game of Food. We're helping real people get real results with delicious food. Real Real food. Live from Spencer's home studio, podcasting to the world. This is Game of Food. And here's your host, Spencer Frederick. So I listened to a recent talk. Um, I put it in my ears, but it was on YouTube. Um... And it's by this guy named Patrick Bet David, and he really dove into the difference between will and want. So I'm going to tell his story. I'm just going to take the story he told in this little talk, and I'm going to talk about uh, how it relates to me and a story that I have about uh, networking with other trainers and other nutritionists like me. And so it starts uh, with me listening to this talk by uh, Patrick Bet David, and he was talking about his two sons were in jujitsu. Okay, and they would compete one on one with uh, other jujitsu kids and, and in tournaments, and they were kind of getting their butt kicked uh, over and over again. The sons would lose, or the team that they were on would just kind of get their butt kicked. Well, you know, fast forward maybe so many weeks, they start doing better. Practice improves. There's more commitment from the kids. You know, they're doing a little bit better. And Patrick talked about uh, him working at home with his his two sons too, because the way he describes it, they must be pretty close in age. So they would practice jujitsu on each other, and they were doing that at home. Home just to get better and better. More time in practice will, you know, help you do better in competition. So that's what was going on. And so one of the bro- brothers is older, so he's, you know, probably a little bit stronger, a little bit better. Jiu-Jitsu is kind of like a, a fighting type thing. And, uh, um, and so the older brother was 7-0 and against this younger brother. And uh, the dad, Patrick, went to motivate the younger son, like, are you really going to go 7-0? and Are you not going to win one match against your older brother? And uh, it, it motivated the little brother. And he's like, no way, I got this, dad, you know. And you could tell uh, just by his energy that he was going to win the next one, and he did. He, uh, I don't know, choked out, or not choked out, but pinned his uh, older brother or something. But basically, the older brother tapped out. So basically, that's like... You tap somebody on the back or tap the floor like, I'm done, I'm done. And uh, and so the dad, Patrick, used the same motivator for the older brother that just tapped out. He's like, are you really going to tap out? Are you really going to let your older brother tap you out? You know, just some tough love. And I grew up with two brothers, so this is like, this is a normal thing at home. So uh, at least it was uh, for me growing up and stuff. So, uh, but the older brother gets really upset. And he starts crying like, dad, I didn't, I didn't want to tap out, but it hurt. I didn't want to, you know, and he, he's really emotional and he storms away. So basically they were done practicing for that night. And, uh, uh, and so that was the end of the, their little home battle. Weeks go by though. So as he's talking uh, about this story, he describes how weeks go by and that older brother that tapped out comes up to his dad and he goes, dad, I will be the greatest fighter in the world. And it absolutely wowed Patrick. He was like, wow. You know, because Patrick is like, I think he's a millionaire. He's rich. He's an achiever. You know, he he has his health. He's just somebody that, you know, whatever he puts his mind to, he achieves. And so when his son says, hey, I will be the greatest at something, it sticks. Like he was so proud of his son stating that he will be something great someday. And it just floored him. 
And, uh, and so, so some more weeks go by, you know, his dad was very impressed by that, just something he was always going to remember. And so they, they continue to practice jujitsu at home and at the arena and stuff like that. And it came up, uh, that somebody mentioned, Hey, you said you were going to be the, the greatest fighter in the world. And the older brother got very sensitive. I never said that. I never said I will be the greatest fighter in the world. And then the dad's like, wait a minute. Yes, you did. That meant a lot to me. That meant a lot that you made a strong statement statement like that, like that just sticks with me. There is no way that I misheard you. I never said that. I never said I will be the greatest fighter. I said, I want to be the greatest fighter in the world. I said, I want. And the dad was like, no, you didn't. I swear, you know. And then finally the little brother, you know, because they have a little brotherly competition, you know, kind of like I did growing up with my brothers. And the little brother goes, nah, you said I will be the greatest fighter. And so, you know, uh, so the older brother gets upset. He gets upset that he's kind of getting called out about it now and he was trying to claim that he said I want to be the greatest fighter in the world so he breaks away I think he's kind of getting emotional again he's kind of crying and so the dad's like shoot I better go talk to him goes over to the to the son that's crying and says uh what's wrong what's going on I never said that I never said I will be I said I want to be the greatest fighter in the world and uh the dad is like what is wrong what 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 are you scared of are you scared of something? Well, he he wouldn't answer. And he's like, the dad was like, just tell me, what are you scared of? Well, the son says, if I say I will be the greatest fighter, I have to do it. If I say I want, then I don't have to do it. And he just absolutely amazed the dad, like, wow, an eight-year-old sat here and broke down the difference between will and want. And as I was listening to that story, I I really connected with it too. It was a very simple way of describing uh, why people don't have their health and their body and why they don't have things that they do want to achieve that aren't related to health and fitness. It's that right there is it's commitment. If you say, I want something, I want a big expensive house someday. Who cares? That's a want. I want to buy a Lamborghini someday. Okay, cool. I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a business owner. Who cares? You're just making statements of what you want and anyone can do that. The difference is saying, I will. I will be a business owner someday. I will lose 100 pounds. I will, you know, go to the gym every single week. You see the difference? This eight-year-old in this simple little story was able to dissect and find out the difference between will and want. And I really connected with it because there are adults, there are professionals, parents, people that lead companies that don't necessarily know this difference. It is commitment to the people that are more committed, use a language that is more committed, are forced into action. And that action is risky because when you take action and you don't have a result, then you're at risk of of some ridicule. You're at risk of people calling you out. And that right there is what we're afraid of. And that's the next story I'm going to tell is my own story. 
I have been in several coaching programs to help me become a better trainer, to help me become a better business owner, nutritionist. I've done a bunch of these. Don't believe me? Ask my wife. <laughs> I've done different courses, all these things. Well, some of them uh, are really cool that you you get into a group, like a Facebook group or a texting group, and uh, you're all doing the same program together, and you all have very similar goals, and you kind of get to know each other. It, it, it's really cool. And at the time of me doing several of these courses and coaching programs, we had a little texting group. We had a little buddy group. Sometimes we'd hop on Zoom calls and chat about clients and just, it was really cool. It was awesome. We, we held each other accountable. We stated goals. These are some of the most motivated guys I had, you know, ever talked to. And, and they thought I was very motivated too and, and fun to talk to. And, and so there is this one guy though that, that will help conclude this episode. He, he was a gym owner because there was other gym owners and online people and all sorts of shapes and sizes. And he wanted to start his own gym franchise. So think a different gym franchise. Uh, you have Orange Theory, you have Planet Fitness, you have Anytime Fitness, and you have, you know, smaller ones. Those are some of the bigger ones. And, and you have some of them that have multiple locations, okay? And that's what he wanted. He had a he had one location gym, and uh, I think he was performing fine. And uh, he wanted to make it a multi-location, nationally wide thing. He had some really big goals. And we supported him in our little texting group. Like, hey, man, that's awesome. You know, like, can you please keep us posted? Like, to hear progress on that would be really exciting. You know, maybe we can invest in you someday. And uh, so time goes on, time goes on. I think he did something in, by putting some dates on it, which he probably shouldn't have done. But he put some dates on it. And, uh, and so we, we, this is several months later and we're still messaging each other and, uh, where everybody's like, Hey, how are your, your status on your goals? How'd they go? And some guys were pretty good about like, Hey, uh, you know, I didn't achieve what I said, but I got part way, you know, I thought I was going this direction, but actually I went this direction. And there were some guys that absolutely, uh, dominated their goals. Like they said, they were going to state this and they went above and beyond. They achieved everything and more. And this one guy that wanted to own a gym franchise and start his own gym franchise didn't say anything. He did not message. And so honestly, a couple of days go by and there's there's a few blunt guys in there. I'm glad I didn't say this, but he, let's just call him, uh, let's just call him Matt. Um, the guy that wanted to own a gym franchise. Let's call him Matt. So one of the blunt guys, he was just kind of messing around, but he's like, hey, Matt, how's that gym franchise coming along? And uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't. And we all knew that. And he had a very vague answer, just like, hey, uh, met some hurdles. You know, he didn't want to talk about it. You could tell. And, uh, you know, I think there were some nice messages like, hey, you know what? Like life happens, you know, blah, blah, blah. We were supporting him after that. But that one guy kind of, call them out. And it was kind of funny just because of how confident this Matt guy was in his new gym franchise. But that right there, that story I just told about my trainer buddies, my nutritionist buddies is exactly why we don't make statements of what we will achieve. We are afraid of ridicule. We're afraid of being called out. We're afraid of people thinking we don't achieve what we say. And we're afraid of thinking poorly of ourselves. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't make I will statements. You shouldn't make a bunch of I want statements. I want statements lead to nothing. There is no action required. As that little boy said, if I say I want, I don't have to do it. And when we say I will, we have to do it. If not, there are the repercussions. 
and it's being called out. It's having your buddies poke fun at you. It's being looked at as someone that sets goals and does nothing about them. And it can kind of hurt what we think of ourselves. But none of these stories should scare you away from saying, I will. I will is a very powerful statement. And when you make those statements, you have a chance of changing. It just won't be change overnight. It'll be slower than you think. But be look at the rest of the world and be and go the other way. Be somebody different. Most of the world wants to be healthier. Most of the world would push a red button if it was in front of them. And this red button would guarantee instant overnight health in the ideal body. How many people would push that button? Most, yeah, probably 98% would push that button. And there was no side effects to pushing the button. You just, boom, no side effects. You have the health and the body that you desire. And if you would push that button, that means you want it. But want it, wanting it does nothing. And that goes for uh, people that have been working with me for some time. I, I notice people will do a great job of stating, I will lose this weight. So they lose the weight. They do a great job. I'm very proud of them. And then they say, I want muscle tone now. I want to get stronger. And then they don't perform. This I will has to show up when you change goals. This I will, like I will not gain the weight again. You have to now change again. These I will statements adjust as you adjust. And so just because you've seen some success doesn't mean you can't float back into the I wants. Okay, so I I hope this helps. This is what I see. If you guys could sit in my shoes for one week, you would hear how many people want to get to the next level in their health and body and fitness. But they don't do it. And it starts right there by stating, I want. I hope this helps. Spencer, signing off.